I happen to be your host, my name's Kellen. Uh, might I highly recommend drinking green tea? If you're a coffee drinker, I get it. Coffee's delicious. You keep drinking your coffee. But if you haven't switched over to Jasmine Pearl's green tea, let me tell you, lots of benefits. Today on the show, Dave Chappelle, who I love, is leading YouTube's top trending. So good for him. Google Maps adds news feed for my entrepreneurs looking to make money off of Google Maps. That's some good information. Level up with LinkedIn Live. Are you live on LinkedIn? Do you even know how to go live on LinkedIn? It's easier than you think, but you do have to request access. Facebook mistakenly banning ads for struggling businesses. Oops. Ransomware plus Facebook ads equals ouch. Turns out if someone can hack your account and spend money on ads, it can uh, result in devastating consequences. And finally, the devil, uh, who in this case is Ryan Reynolds in an ad for Match.com, falls in love uh, with 2020, which I don't know if you think is funny. I certainly do. Hey, uh, did you know the rumors about the show starting are true? All right, we're going to read from some articles today. If you're wondering where the links to those articles are, they're right there in the description. They're also on the screen. This one from Vulture.com. Uh, instead of its annual rewind, YouTube has just dropped a list of this year's top 10 trending videos. And now we get it. Like 2020 itself, the roster of this year's highest ranking videos in the United States is a mess. The chaos includes Ricky Gervais's Prequar, Golden Globes monologue at number eight whole bunch of uh, other people doing a whole bunch of other stuff. And uh, let's see, number two is building the perfect squirrel-proof bird feeder. <laughs> oh, that's so 2020 for you. Number two, building the most squirrel-proof bird feeder. Wow. Mr. Beast, I bought the world's largest firework, number five. Number seven is Dream's Minecraft Speedrunner. I don't know if you checked that guy out. I don't know if you're into Minecraft. Uh, my son recently uh, got into Minecraft videos, so we bought it, and we've been playing together. And Minecraft's amazing. It really, really is. This list is all over the place, though. Uh, Jim Carrey. Number 10 is John Krasinski's Quarantine Talk. Okay. Show us some good news. Um, let's see. And uh, why can't I even find the number one? I didn't see it. But I'm assuming it's Dave Chappelle, which, you know, he obviously uh, deserves. Here we go. Um, number three, and topping it all off, Dave Chappelle's impromptu purging of feelings and thoughts. Impromptu purging of feelings and thoughts. So if you want to check out the number one YouTube uh, video so far for 2020, just type in Dave Chappelle's impromptu purging of feelings and thoughts. Um, I love Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is like a modern day, I don't even know how to explain it. He's more than a comedian to me. Uh, to me, he is a, a really insightful um, man, and uh, I really appreciate the work that he has been doing. Google Maps adds news feed. TechCrunch.com. People are getting frustrated that stories are everywhere now, uh, but Google Maps is keeping it old school. Instead of adding tiny circles to the top of the app's screen, Google Maps is introducing its own news feed. Okay. You know what? I said it before. I'll say it again. It's ridiculous. Every single social media platform is the same thing. They're all the same thing. So here we've got Google Maps doing what everyone else is doing. 
Adding a news feed. Seriously? Google Maps? <sighs> is Snapchat really all that different from TikTok? Is it really all that different from Facebook? Only culturally, I would argue at this point. They're all just, I don't know. I guess you could argue that TV channels are all essentially the same thing, right? They're just programming, even though they're wildly different. But technologically speaking, it just feels like they're all turning into the same thing. So Google Maps introducing its own news feed. Shocker. Technically, Google calls its news feature the community feed. Right? Wow, nice. Uh, as it includes posts from a local area, which is kind of cool. However, it's organized as any other news feed would be, a vertically scrollable feed with posts you can like by tapping on a little thumbs up icon. This is actually huge news. Wow. Google Maps with a news feed. That's big for SEO. That's huge for local SEO, in fact. Back to the article, again, thanks to TechCrunch. The feed, which is found with the Explore tab of the Google Maps app. Okay, Google Maps app, Explore tab, is designed to make it easier to find the most recent news updates and recommendations from trusted local sources. This includes posts business owners create by using the Google My Business to alert customers to new deals, menu updates, and many others. So we've been posting on our clients' Google My Business profiles for years now. Um, anything Google rolls out that we can add um, to the arsenal of things we're doing in the ongoing war that we call capitalism is uh, something we're willing to do. So now there's a news feed of that information where you can get more likes. I wonder if they'll do something similar to Facebook where you can boost a post. Hmm? Is there an option to boost a post on the Google news feed? Because if there is and you're a local restaurant and you are running a promotion, you might want to do that. Buy three tires, get one free. That sort of stuff. At launch, Google says the focus will be on highlighting posts from food and drink businesses, which makes sense. If uh, you're in Google Maps, many times you are looking for food. Food near me. I'm hungry. Feed me. For years, businesses have been able to make these sorts of posts using Google's tools, which I just mentioned, but previously users would have to specifically tap to follow the business profile in order to receive the updates. Now, apparently, you're going to be able to see updates from all over the place. The big question is how many people are going to be running around the feed of Google My Business, just surfing, just scrolling through the feed. Probably not that many, right? Are you going to spend your time uh, scrolling through a Google My Business feed? Or are you just going to type in Chipotle and go there and get a burrito? I'm going to get the burrito. So, okay. These same sort of posts will be surfaced to even those Google Maps users who didn't take the additional step of following the business. We get it. TechCrunch, thank you. So is this a big deal for ad advertising agencies like my own? Yup. Is it a big deal for local businesses? Yeah, it kind of is. Um, so I guess what we should all do is we should uh, grab our phones, grab the Google Maps app, and try to find this news feed so we can better understand it. We're definitely going to be, hear be hearing more about this in the future. And if you're like a deal hunter, this is a pretty good option for you as well. You swing on by, you look for deals. Level up with LinkedIn Live. This one from Forbes.com. Millions of professionals worldwide are already using LinkedIn, but a feature that is still in beta, and very few, few influencers have access to LinkedIn Live. I am one of those influencers. My influence is about the radius of a dime, but uh, I am one of those. LinkedIn Live is LinkedIn's live streaming option that is focused on business content and smart conversation, unlike Facebook Live, in which anyone, just any old schmo of the street, 
can live stream about pretty much anything. LinkedIn, LinkedIn Live is different because of the trustworthy environ and the platform that they have cultivated. You know, the problem I have with LinkedIn Live is that you, as far as I can tell, only are able to go live to your people, right? To your followers. Um, it makes me actually want to go through and follow like millions of people, right? Just to promote my own LinkedIn. Anyone want to take a note? Follow bajillions of, okay. But the problem with that is that uh, even if it does have some sort of decent effect, um, if you follow a bunch of people on LinkedIn, what it does is it chooses like a certain percentage of those people to see the content. And if those people don't love you and they don't, they don't care about you and they don't hit like and they don't share, then uh, the algorithm goes, meh, not that interested in it, which is a mistake I made in the past. I went back to LinkedIn. Um, I think it was a couple of years ago and I followed a bunch of people, a bunch of people I don't know. And uh, it really dilutes the ability for your content to go viral. Um, I actually had before and afters. Um, I was getting like, you know, like 10 likes, 15 likes, that sort of stuff on posts. And I was like, sweet. So I followed a bunch of people and it dropped to one or two. So don't make the mistake I did years ago, thinking that more is more is more. More can sometimes be less. But anyway, you should uh, check out check out LinkedIn Live. You may as well stream there as well. I use something called Restream. So stream live on Facebook, stream live on LinkedIn, stream live on YouTube. Facebook mistakenly banning ads for struggling businesses. This one from Bloomberg.com. New York-based businesswoman. Ruth Harrigan usually sells her honey and beeswax products in souvenir shops, but with COVID-19 pausing tourism, she's been almost entirely dependent on Facebook ads. We understand that. Um, the lifeline, this these ads, were abruptly cut when the social media company blocked her Honeygrams ad account for violating its policies. What did she do? She waited. She lost almost uh, five Gs in revenue. This is one of the problems um, with monopolies. Not, I mean, um, there really is no alternative to Facebook. Uh, Google ads is completely different. You're targeting based on keywords. You're targeting folks. It's rather expensive. And um, when they click on that ad, they're taken to your website and, uh, you know, they convert or they don't. With Facebook, you're targeting a very specific demographic. Um, and so we, we really are talking about uh, apples and oranges here. So if you've got a functioning Facebook ad campaign and it dies on you, well, I shouldn't say dies on you. They ban you for whatever reason. Um, yeah. I mean, what's your recourse? Nothing. Quote, this is from uh, the proprietor Harrigan. I was getting a little anxious thinking, oh, my God, Black Friday is around the corner. Seriously, timing is awful. Most of my sales for the year happen in November and December, and that's it. She explained. I said, if I'm shut down any longer than this, it'll cripple me. So let's say that, uh, you know, Facebook, just theoretically, without going down the article further, makes a mistake, bans it for some ridiculous reason. Um, she doesn't get the revenue she needs for that cycle. She has a very seasonal business. She goes out of business. That's it. It just is what it is. Crazy that, uh, well, I shouldn't say crazy. It's just kind of par for the course for this particular reality we find ourselves in. It's very challenging. So let's see what actually happens. Harrigan is one of millions of small business advertisers who have come to rely on Facebook. Um, the social media giant has provided new sales opportunities. We get it. So what happened? So the same weekend, Harrigan's account went down. Yvonne Sanchez, who runs a permanent makeup clinic in Ottawa, found her ads were blocked as well. Uh, Facebook saying it was a policy violation. Um, she was relying on Facebook ads as well. Um, this is a quote from that um, from that uh, owner. She says it, it just exploded. 
excuse me, they turned up the AI recently. Somebody changed something. And all of a sudden, everybody was getting shut down. I think there's probably a, a, a correlation. I don't know if it's causation, but a correlation between the fear that Facebook has that they were going to ruin the election. Um, you know, when you when you go back to like Bush v. Gore and uh, you know, the number of votes that can swing an election can be a handful, dozens, um, you know, that determine the tipping point, you know, the center of balance that the that the country falls towards or steps towards, I should say. Um, and so I think, you know, Zuckerberg, when he's going to bed at night, goes, geez, that's, this is a pretty big weight on my shoulders. And so they, you know, he gives orders and the engineers make changes and the unintended consequences of those changes, I believe, sometimes can be, um, can be uh, this, which is small business owners, you know, get hit for policy violations. I couldn't run a Facebook ad for a while because I, I mentioned the word like, government or something in a in a live stream which is crazy uh esther sass writes 587 votes bush won by which is uh crazy it's a very very small number of votes obviously so back to the article even if an ad account gets restored businesses lose crucial momentum facebook's advertising algorithm takes a couple of weeks to figure out which users may be interested in an ad to refine the targeting, uh, Jessica Grossman, chief executive officer of digital marketing firm in social, uh, it's called in social, the name of her company said when her clients get hit, the hardest part is telling them their campaigns have to start over and their money won't go as far. So bad. So, I mean, we don't get to hear the end of the story of the honey business. It just sounds like it's ongoing. Um, and so it's just sad at the end of the day. So, I mean, the solution isn't to say, Facebook, you know, um, you, there should be more competition necessarily. Um, because I mean, there is competition insofar as you get, you've got Google ads, um, Bing ads, um, where else could you do social advertising? That makes any sense. LinkedIn, maybe TikTok, Snapchat, not really. I mean, I mean, to be fair, the politicians that are talking about this being a monopoly are kind of right. Um, because there is no alternative to Facebook. I mean, they have more data on you and me than any other platform in existence, as far as I can tell. Google doesn't have that kind of data. They have your browsing history. They know how you behave, but they don't necessarily know who you are. I think that's the big difference. Um, how to explain that? So it's like Google has all the different activities that you go and do. Facebook um, seems to know, like hobbies and preferences well i guess to be fair google knows that as well so there might be more overlay than i think but my understanding is that when it comes to ad targeting google is more concerned with what you're looking for right now here you go here's the personal injury attorney that you're looking for with the google ad um whereas facebook is like we know you know way past like the stereotypical you know gender age hobbies um, I mean, they have estimates of how much money you're making. Um, how could they possibly know that, right? So when you go to a Facebook ad and you target people who make over $100,000 a year, they're assuming that based on things like address, search history, um, probably information um, on the web and other facets. You got to wonder if they're trying to glean information from sources outside of Facebook because it's not that hard, you know, to gather more information. Um, looking at uh, exterior sources, but your job, they're probably looking at that. 
I mean, and I can't blame them. I'm not upset with them for doing it. I understand why they would want to do it. And it's a choice to use Facebook. But to the point of if you're a small business owner and it stops working, well, it just stops working. It just sucks to be you, which is obviously not fair. Uh, TechCrunch.com, again, shout out to TechCrunch for these amazing articles. Uh, ransomware plus Facebook ads equals ouch. On the evening of Monday, November 9th, an ad campaign apparently taken out by the Ragnar Locker team began appearing on Facebook. Now, strap in, because this one's weird. Uh, the ad was designed to turn the screws to the Italian beverage vendor Campari Group, which acknowledged on November 3rd that its computer systems had been sidelined in a malware attack. Okay, so we've got this Ragnar Locker team uh, ad campaign. Okay, and then this Italian beverage vendor, Campari. Okay, great. So on November 6th, Campari issued, issued a follow-up statement saying, at this stage, we cannot completely exclude that some personal and business data has been taken. Okay, so Campari gets hacked. Um, quote, this is ridiculous and looks like a big fat lie, reads the Facebook ad campaign from the Ragnar crime group. We can confirm that confidential data was stolen and we're talking about a huge volume of data. Okay, the ad went on to say, Ragnar Locker team had offloaded two terabytes of information and would give the Italian firm until 6 p.m. Eastern, there you go, there's your ransomware, uh, to negotiate an extortion payment in exchange for a promise not to publish the stolen files. So I think what we're talking about is people that come in uh, with ransomware, they steal uh, information, and then they run Facebook ads, which is crazy. The Facebook ad blitz was paid for by Hodson Event Entertainment, an account tied to some random people in Chicago. Um, the attackers had budgeted $500 for the entire campaign. So what they're doing, as far as I can tell, is they're they're doing ransomware, typical, we steal your files, and then they just broadcast it. They say, oh yeah, we stole your stuff, and you better pay us. And the fear, I think, that you know people don't know how many people are seeing these ads. They don't know the damage to their reputation. And so that will cause uh, alarm, obviously. So Hodson um, Entertainment, which is just this completely different group, um, quote, I thought I had two-step verification turned on for all my accounts, but now it seems like the only one I didn't have it set for was Facebook, says this uh, Hodson Event Entertainment guy. So he got hit too. Hodson said a review of his account shows an unauthorized campaign reached approximately 7,150 Facebook users and generated 770 clicks. So not only are they stealing files from company X, but then they're hacking in to some other company to run the ads. Yikes. So try explaining that, you know, right? So it's like you go to Hodson and you're like, why are you running ransomware ads against this company over here, like extorting them? And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's so confusing. It reminds me of a football play where, you know, they're just throwing the ball like six times before they try to, uh, gain any yardage so pretty nuts um it's not clear whether this was an isolated incident or whether the fraudsters also ran ads using other hacked facebook accounts exactly how could you even find those or no <coughs> excuse me so pretty crazy um it just goes to show two-factor authentication is a big deal if you don't have it turned on you might want to consider it otherwise you could end up in this sort of absolute madness um and on a lighter note the devil falls in love with 2020 in an ad uh just google ryan ryan reynolds match.com devil ad if you want to watch it it's pretty funny basically uh satan is hanging out uh in hell he's kind of bored and he gets a little notification on his phone 
and uh, for a match on match.com. And so he goes to meet up with this person and it's, you know, girl, young girl. And uh, he's like, Hey, and she's like, Hey, and it turns out she's 2020 and they fall in love and they, they hang out in movie theaters alone and uh, they go to uh, gyms and they've got the whole gyms to themselves and, and they just kind of, you know, they're just loving 2020. They don't want the year to end. And uh, so, yeah, there you go. As we hit December of this, the the greatest year ever, um, we've got Ryan Reynolds as Satan in a pretty clever ad for Match.com. So it's already gotten millions of views because it's really funny. So uh, leave a comment, would you? Help us out with the algorithm. Subscribe, notification bell, all that stuff. Por favor. If you're interested in uh, chatting about marketing, you can email me personally, info at senditrising.com. That's info at senditrising.com. Give us a ring, 702-263-0141. And then, of course, join us for the live show uh, every single 1030, excuse me, every single day, Monday through Friday, 1030 a.m. We're also available as a podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and many more. Let's summarize for the day. Um, all hail Dave Chappelle. Um, I think he said one thing I didn't like uh, from all of his stand-up and everything he's done over all the years. And so he's pretty incredible, and um, I'm a big fan. So kudos to him for coming back strong after the Chappelle show and, and everything he's gone through. Google Maps ads news feed, huge, big deal. Um, you may want to check out um, this news feed uh, by downloading the app if you don't have it already and um, seeing what you can do to get your posts more love. Uh, more likes, etc. Um, if you are streaming live, don't forget LinkedIn. You do have to audition. That's not the word. You have to apply to be added. I got in. You can probably get into Facebook mistakenly banning ads for struggling businesses. Um, yeah, don't do that. Facebook, that's really a bad look. And I feel bad for the small businesses that have almost no recourse. Um, due to factor authentication, whenever possible, ransomware plus Facebook ads equals ouch. Um, it's a tangled mess of bad that you simply don't want to be a part of. And then, yeah, uh, kudos to Ryan, Ryan Reynolds for making a really funny ad. Um, he did good stuff. Thanks for swinging by the show today. Much appreciation, um, on this Wednesday. And we will talk to you all, uh, tomorrow class technically is dismissed. Bye-bye. <laughs>